radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Prime Time. He gets his fantasy football advice from 12-year-olds on TikTok. Micah. I put up so many points. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? a shitty podcast like 10 minutes into it i would not listen to this hey fellas i love the podcast music created by brian swanson welcome everyone to the week 13 recap show fantasy football scoop and poop i am your host tony joined as always by bishop uh we are only two man podcast this this show uh Micah is i believe in the uh somewhere in the woods in Michigan bishop oh i was going to say which slavic country did he go to this week <laughs> no he's returned to the motherland of Michigan i believe uh so he is uh spending time with family friends maybe eating some animals i don't know what they do in Michigan not play college football i know that <laughs> Yeah, so how you doing, man? Uh, this this is uh, almost over. It's almost over, Bishop. Are you how how happy are you? <clears throat> I'm so excited uh, that I get to finally work on the mock draft. So I'm, I'm interested in that. So uh, if you're hinting at who your keeper might be, drop it in the message board. <laughs> Potentials will help me because otherwise I'm going to text you all the time asking. Yeah, I mean uh, it was pretty much impossible to. Def- to determine the mock because every team had like the same record for like three weeks straight. Uh, but I think we're finally seeing some separation. Yeah, I'll take that or anything, basically anything to help me with this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mercifully almost over. Uh, but we do have, uh, this podcast and next week's, uh, podcast left. So, uh, and then we got a short playoff run, hopefully. So, uh, your Wednesdays are almost free. What are you, what are you going to do with all your time on Wednesday nights? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I actually spent yesterday doing, uh, Christmas ornaments and, uh, I realized doing Christmas ornaments when it's like 75 degrees outside is, uh, pretty cumbersome. <laughs> I kind of miss it when it was cold and I was doing it. Right. So when you say ornaments, you mean like just decorating the tree or are you making ornaments? What are you doing? No, no, no I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, Bullshit outside with the oh. inflatable stuff and yes. the uh, Christmas lights and climbing on the roof. Oh, I don't do that, that shit. Stuff. I, I keep my feet on the ground. I don't do roofs anymore. <laughs> I actually brought my kids up there because they're like, can we come up on the roof? And I was like, yes, you can. 
Have you ever and told them stories of what you used to do on roofs uh, 20 years ago? I specifically go out of my way not to, yeah. but my wife does. Really? It's very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's the matter with you? You, but, you haven't showed them what a moonsault off a roof is? Because I've seen you do that plenty of times. <laughs> no, I have not shown that. And luckily, there's no video of it, so they'll never see it. <laughs> how, are the, how are the knees holding up? I mean, they can't be good. Um, actually, since I moved down here, it's surprisingly better. Like, uh, the cold is what killed my knees for a while. Okay. Uh, but yeah, when you move into like humid climate, it's like, it's a lot better for your joints. I could see why old people move down here. (laughs) Maybe someday the girls will learn about return of the alpha. Maybe one of these days. (laughs) Or maybe summer of death. Who knows? All right, uh, let's let's talk about week 13 here. Let's get into the matchups. And we start, as always, in the Balls Mahoney. And we have Turtles, Gangbang Thugs versus Team Spam. And uh, Team Spam was dominating this week all around the league and uh, takes this victory 90-53. to 53. Uh, Bishop, why don't you talk about Team Spam's performance here? Yeah, I thought Team Spam did a really good job. Uh, he got really lucky with Tyreek Hill. Uh, that dude's a monster. And uh, yeah, he caught an early touchdown. And then I think he caught one even later because Miami was still throwing the ball. Uh, so that was pretty impressive. And uh, James Conner in a revenge game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, oh, yeah. scoring two touchdowns. That was good stuff. And uh, that happened kind of late because that was, that was the game that had the stupid weather delays, right? Yeah, it, it stopped and started like five different times, I want to say. Yeah, I was like in and out of watching football, and I'm like, how is this game still on? And it was like halftime, <laughs> and I was very confused because I didn't like stay, stick around for the updates. I'm just like, oh, so something happened here. Yeah, I actually uh, I, yeah, did, I did Sp- my uh, yeah, I did my outside lights on Sunday instead of watching football uh, because the noon slate was like very bad in my opinion. So I like I don't really need to watch this crap. I was I was more excited for the the late game slate. So uh, I did, I didn't I missed all of the noon games. Uh, the only thing I was interested in was the Colts Tennessee game because I got to see Gardner Minshew and Team Spam started him. That was an excellent decision by him. Uh, 16 points, two touchdowns. I mean, he's a, he's a budding young superstar at Gardner Minshew. They're going to have QB controversy in uh, Indianapolis pretty soon. Uh, as far as Turtles roster goes, uh, some guy rather disappointed. He caught a touchdown, but he only had two catches for 49 yards. Uh, that's not very good. And uh, my boy Nate Dell got hurt on a, what was it, like a running play or something? I heard about this. Like, apparently they were in the they were like in the red zone, right? And then they ran out like a power run play, and Tank Dell, all like 165 pounds of him, was on the field blocking Bishop. Unbelievable. Yeah, but he was like lined up next to like the lineman and shit. Like, <laughs> like he was close to the line. It wasn't like he was a wide out. Right. They were bunched together, so he's surrounded by all these massive individuals. Um, not a smart play on their part for sure. <laughs> yeah, 160. You gotta have like third rookie. string tight ends for that. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, there's got to be a better guy to put in there in that situation. But uh, uh, the, anyway, uh, he ends up 
breaking his ankle or or his fibula or something bad, and uh, he's out for the year for sure. So. Oh, that's very unfortunate because that guy's going to be a stud. Um, as far as Turtles team, not much going on. Fifty three points. He sat uh, Seattle quarterback. That was a terrible decision, even though they played Thursday against Dallas. <laughs> yeah, let's that talk game about that close. for a hot minute yeah. because uh, Turtle had two quarterbacks on his roster at the time, and Lamar Jackson was on a bye. So I assumed, as I believe everybody would have, that he was just going to play Geno Smith and be done with it. Um, he did not, whether he intentionally did not start him or maybe he was under the influence of a certain plant uh, he for, he did not play Geno Smith Ooh. on Thursday night, so he had to go to the waiver wire, Bishop, and he found, not only did he find Kenny Pickett, but he also found Mitch Trubisky in the waiver wire. Uh, that's usually where he's going to be. <laughs> I am. I mean, they were playing at home against Arizona, maybe he thought. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, uh, but... Yeah, uh, not a good, not a good performance from Turtle. Uh, didn't even stand a chance against Team Spam. Team Spam is unstoppable. That's true. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next matchup, and we have KOL's Robot Unicorn Attack versus Team Spam, and this one was a little closer, uh, ninety-six to seventy-five. Uh, Team Spam has been nothing but disappointing all season. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, that's very true. They're going to have like the first four picks. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, Team Spam had a, a pretty good game here from Nico Collins. Uh, 22 points, nine catches for almost 200 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I think uh, Tank Dell going down and I don't know if was Bobby Bobby Trees uh, playing for the Texans. I didn't see the see that game at all. So I'm not quite sure what happened there, but he was he was pretty good. Uh, and that was about it. I mean, Robot Unicorn Attack has a very well-balanced team. Uh, he's got great defense and special teams. He's got great He's got great receivers. He's got good running backs. Uh, the only really weakness at his team right now is his quarterback. But uh, Russell Wilson, even though he threw three interceptions, uh, got him to victory this week. Um and Mike Evans had another, I think that's like four out of the last five games. Mike Evans has scored a touchdown. I think that's lines up when you traded him almost. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I'm an idiot. Yeah. What else can I say? I don't think it, it would have won me any games though. That's probably true. Yeah. yeah I mean, robot unicorn attack is, has been dominating the league all year and uh, it did not stop this week. He gets the 96 points, um, and I could not compete with that. Uh, I did have a pretty good game out from Puku Nakuku on the bench, but uh, I did not get him in the lineup, so he he could not help me. So uh, I go at a 5-7 and seven on 1 on the year, and I'm looking towards that mock draft that, uh, that you got cooking over there. It'll be done soon. All right, I want to see that first draft. So I can uh, nit, <laughs> nitpick it and uh, give you shit. My rough draft is always the worst thing you've ever seen. Like, <laughs> and then I have to like mold it as the year goes on. But yeah, the very first one I do is awful. 
All right, let's go to the next matchup, and we have Giuseppe's the Ted Lasso way versus Nitro. And uh, much like Team Spam, Nitro has been a disappointment this year, Bishop. I think we could both agree on that. Uh, that is true, but the original Team Spam <laughs> changes his name to Nitro, and he probably and he scores the highest amount he's ever done before ever. Wow! So I'm proud of him. Uh, DK Metcalf. Uh, I don't know what else I could say about that dude. He is, uh, I saw a picture of him. I don't remember if it was a picture or like a video of him uh, during either training camp or preseason Yep. when he wasn't in pads. Yep. I've seen and that he picture. looks, he looks like a monster. <laughs> like how is he not the greatest receiver of all time? I don't understand. Uh, but he was this week for sure. Six catches, 134, and three touchdowns on yep. Thursday against Dallas. Did you against watch any of that? Dallas, too. I mean, yeah. they're, they're supposedly been the best like defense all year. Uh, the guy that was covering DK Metcalf just set the record for pick sixes in an NFL season, and DK Metcalf just destroyed that man. Uh, hit, the first catch was like a 70-yard touchdown, uh, and it was not even close, like, DK Metcalf like pushed that little little man around all all game, and it's it's crazy to me how they do not force feed him the ball because there aren't many men in the NFL that can do what DK Metcalf can do, and I guess we we saw it on uh, Thursday night. Yeah, like if he was on a more pass happy offense, what do you think his numbers would be? He'd probably be like the top receiver in the, in the NFL. Oh my God. He, he'd have like Terrell Owens numbers, like probably even better. Cause he's faster than Terrell Owens was back in the day. Yeah. So yeah, he's amazing. Uh, even the Jake Ferguson got in the action. Apparently he's a tight end on Dallas, not named Jason Witten. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Six for 77 and a touchdown. Uh, yeah. Nitro had a really good performance, even though he lost Ron to Stevenson in that game. I'm pretty sure he got injured. Yeah, I want to say he rolled an ankle or something like that in that one. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Nitro made Chuba all the Chuba right Hubbard. <laughs> yes, Chuba, Chuba Hubbard had 18 points. <laughs> what is this? Two touchdowns. Unbelievable. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, Ted Lasso weighs uh, Patrick Mahomes' experience is uh, not going so well. He'll put up nine points yep. against Green Bay, and I'm pretty sure Green Bay's terrible. Uh, you know who's terrible? I didn't watch a second of that game. Matt Nagy. And uh, there was a couple weeks there where Patrick Mahomes was, was doing well, but I think the Matt Nagy effect is is continuing to bring in his season down. Also, his lack of wide receivers. Everybody on that team is terrible except for Travis Kelsey. So uh, they got to they gotta spend some money, get some wide receivers up in there. But uh, uh, Giuseppe gets a zero from the newly acquired Jeff Wilson. Uh, gets a pretty damn good game from Christian Watson, gets two touchdowns, 22 points, uh, but not enough to take down Nitro, um, even with a 21 points out of his defense, Bishop. Yeah, how, did, how do you lose? Yeah, I guess it was a touchdown. Yeah, that's amazing to me. How did Indy put up 21 points on their defense? They had six sacks, a touchdown, but they gave up a crap load of points. I don't know if my math works out, but that doesn't equal 21. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there was a blocked oh. field goal or something in there somewhere. Who knows? Or maybe Giuseppe's the commissioner. Hmm. I like where you're going. I like where your head's at there. 
that's usually where it's at all the time. <laughs> all right, so uh, this this has lottery implications. Ted Lasso away goes to five and eight, and Nitro goes to five, seven, and one. So go to the next matchup, which was a big matchup for the division race, and we had Bobby Big Balls versus McLean's Cologne Rocks. And we said it last week, Bob had a must win this week, and he got the victory, 92-84, to uh, riding high on his San Francisco 49ers. Uh, he got 16 from Christian McCaffrey, 6 points from George Kittle, but 30 points from Debo Samuel Bishop. Yeah, he's – I'm going to look up at his numbers. Uh, he, he was hurt a lot in the middle of the year, right? that why he's got a lot of yeah i think zeros. he missed a couple games yeah absolutely but he is definitely like sporadic like <laughs> yeah five and seven and then he goes from five and seven to like 30 18 like he's all over the place i mean it's good when it hits but man those down games are really <laughs> painful yeah debo samuel is a grown-ass man uh much like uh mm. dk metcalf uh any way you can get the ball to Debo Samuel is a good idea. Uh, he scored three touchdowns on the day, one of them from rushing, two from receiving, and it doesn't matter. Like, long pass, he could do that. Screen pass, he could take that to the house. Uh, he could run the ball like a running back, uh, and he uh, he just runs over people. And I, I love Debo Samuel. He's one of my favorite NFL players uh, in the league right now. Yeah, he reminds me of... Uh... Anquan Bolden. Ah, Remember him? Yeah, yeah, I was a huge Anquan Bolden fan. Uh for the same reasons that you just listed. Like he's a like a throwback football player. Anquan Bolden, we all know he played better when he was near water. And uh I mean Debo Samuel <laughs> plays in San Francisco and there's water everywhere. That's true. So. There is something about that. I think there is. Yeah. And, and he got his face broken. You remember when <laughs> Anquan, yeah. that was phenomenal. And he didn't miss yeah. a game. I don't, think he, I don't think he missed the game. I mean, why would he? <laughs> grown ass People man. were scared. Yeah, exactly. I grown missed that guy. Um, uh, go ahead. No, I was going to bring up, can we talk about the San Francisco Philly? Like, what happened? Man. I thought Philly was good. The first court, the first half was was pretty good. It was back and forth. But the second half, uh, the, the Eagles just did not show up. Uh, San Francisco, they just whooped their ass up and down the field uh, at their own house, too. I think that game was in Philadelphia. So, yeah, uh, Brock Purdy was uh, unstoppable. Uh, the Eagles could not tackle. And uh, you see what happened. 42 to 19. San Francisco ends up uh, taking care of business. Um, Bob uh, gets himself in contention here going into the, the end of the season. We're, we'll talk about that next show. Uh, but McLean, um, only three points from Austin Eckler in a, I, it wasn't a, I don't know. Was it a clinching win? It might've been a clinching game for him. Uh, and he gets let down by Austin Eckler, only three points versus the, uh, New England Patriots. I don't know. I don't know what happened to Austin Eckler. Like he doesn't catch any passes anymore. He only caught two balls here for nine yards. Yeah. And like, it was like a terrible game, right? Like, the Chargers in New England, it was 6-0 was the final. Yep. <laughs> yeah. How do you not, like, just accidentally throw it to him, right? Like, uh, if you're in the pocket, whatever pressure's coming, 
how do you not just like accidentally flip the ball over to Austin Eckler and let him do something with it? Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's almost like the Chargers wanted to lose this game. <laughs> and it's like what they were doing clearly wasn't working because they only scored six points. And like they never tried to th- give throw him the ball at all. I mean, it's just I did not watch that game. Obviously, I was putting up Christmas lights, but uh, man, six to nothing. I think that's only like the second or third time in NFL history that that has happened. That final score. So well, Belichick always likes to take away your best weapon. Mm-hmm. So even if he took away Austin Eckler, you would think Keenan Allen would have had a good game or whatever. Right. But they still put up six points. Like, yeah, this is it was embarrassing. And, like, uh, they had Bailey Zappi playing quarterback. So you figure, like, maybe they'll get a pick six or something. No, 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 no pick six. Just two field goals, all they can get. Um, like, so everyone it, always makes fun of the Bears, and it's like terrible football, but that was a terrible football game to watch. Yeah. Uh, but Cologne Rocks really had some big points on the bench. Um, he ended up benching Ooh. Joe Mixon, who scored 23 points and two touchdowns. Uh, he ends up benching Deontay Johnson, who scored a touchdown, 11 points. Brandon Cooks scored a touchdown, 13 points. Only 69% Murr in a must-win clinch game here. That's rough. That's yeah, I don't rough. know. Yeah, that's tough. So Bob still got a chance, and uh, let's go to the next matchup. Yes, yes, yes. And we did it. Santino taking down Worm, 92-79. to 79. Another big game here in that division. Uh, it's kind of weird seeing the success of the Ditka division and the demise of the Balls Mahoney. It's like, uh, it's like Bizarro World, Bishop. Yeah, well, it makes sense because this whole season's been Bizarro World, so this makes sense, right? Like every team is just under 500. So all the teams that are perennially, uh, perennially under 500 are now doing well. So yeah. I guess it makes sense. Everything is upside down. <laughs> well, Worm is upside down this week. Um, Santino gets 92 points while he had 24 from Jamar Chase on his bench. amazing he benched jamar chase uh for for, and he still ends up getting a victory man these are these are problems i wish i could have (laughs) but uh oh man big game from brock purdy he gets him in the lineup four touchdowns and 30 points uh looked like an mvp candidate people are saying yeah um so yeah uh 16 points from Isaiah Pacheco. Can can Santino be stopped is my question to you. I feel bad whoever has to play him in the playoffs. That's all I'm going to say. If that's you, Kowalski, good luck. Yep. Uh, let's talk about Worm's team a little bit. He gets another amazing game from CeeDee Lamb. Uh, 24 points. Uh, CeeDee Lamb has been a, a number one stud all year. Uh I did not see him making the leap into the elite wide receiver uh, territory, Bishop, but he has certainly done that this year. Well, I kind of, I, I, I could see it. I just needed to see Dak perform better, right? Like, I, I think everything hinges on him. And then this is like the first time in a while Dak's put together like a 
a solid entire season as opposed to like a few games here and there. So yeah, uh, the math the math checks out. Yep, yep. Um, Worm <laughs> spent a hundred or ninety nine dollars. Was it ninety nine dollars or a hundred dollars? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was a hundred. Uh, all right. Well, he spent a hundred dollars on Devon Achan, and uh, <laughs> he's finally healthy. They're playing Washington, and he benches him for a man named TJ Spears or Pat Fryermuth. He decided to play a white tight end over Devon Achan, and uh, that cost him the game. And a hundred dollars, if you think about it, because <laughs> I mean, has he did did he really get a chance to play him? Right after he blew up for those three games. He was sitting on the waiver wire that that first the forty four point game. I'm assuming that's why he spent the hundred. He might have had two games that he may have started him. I have no idea. And then he was injured, and then now this, and <laughs> he's back on his bench. I don't it's... get it. I don't get it. Like, sure, Pat Fryermuth did have an, a, a pretty good game last week, but God damn it! I mean, they're pl- the, the Dolphins were playing Washington, who is one of the worst defenses in the league. You spent all this money on this kid. You love him, and you bench him for Pat Fryermuth. I I don't understand it. So, um, well, it ended up costing him. He takes this loss, and now he is uh, got to fight for his division championship next week. So, let's go to the last matchup, and we have uh, Team Spam taking on. Uh, Zach's squad. I'm not going to say whatever that says. Uh, <laughs> and BDI does take the victory here, takes care of Team Spam 106 to 92. I think a valiant effort by Team Spam this week. Yeah, I mean, like I said, this is the week Team Spam showed up like in, uh, in many record breaking performances this week. Uh, unfortunately, in this one, it wasn't quite enough. 90, 92 is a good number. Uh, that usually gets you a win, but not when you're going against 106. <laughs> you're gonna lose that 92 is gonna lose every time to 106. Yep. And even his boy Sam Laporta, nine catches for 140 yards and a touchdown. Those are like wide receiver numbers. That's insane. Yeah, it's 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 a rookie tight end, which is some say that rookie tight end is like the hardest one of the hardest positions to play in the NFL. And Sam Laporta looks like a stud. Uh, that, that might be keeper potential. What do you think if uh, What do you think if Micah keeps Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta? I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, looking at the rest of his roster, I could definitely see him doing that. <laughs> uh, I mean, <clears throat> his, his only other shot would be maybe Roheem Mostert, but who knows if he's even there Yeah, with Devon Achan there. So, yeah, I could see that. I think uh, I think you need to pencil that in the mock. I think I bet you if uh, he had to can pick you fly, today, Bobby? <laughs> I think if he had to pick today, he would definitely go with the the double lion formation. Yeah, I'll, I'll pencil him in for that. <laughs> uh, BDI had a, had a good week here. He's he's the highest scorer of the week, uh, but it's a little too late for him. He kind of blew his blew his chance last week. Uh, Dak Prescott, you mentioned he he had another excellent fantasy game, twenty six points. And uh, Alvin Kamara had uh, two touchdowns, 23 points. Uh, Michael Pitbull Pittman with 21 points. Uh, that guy has quietly been a stud. Uh, he's not, like, super flashy, uh, but I think he's got, like, seven or eight weeks scoring at least double digits. 
uh, which is that's pretty incredible for uh, Michael Pitbull Pittman. Yeah, I think that uh, most of that happened when uh, my boy came in, Gardner <laughs> Minshew. He, he wasn't doing that much with uh, Anthony Richardson, whatever his name is. Yeah, that mustache is uh, contagious, you know. I'm growing one. I don't know if I told you. Oh, are you really? Yeah, it's my first. I've never attempted to grow a mustache, uh, but it, it, it's coming in. It's been like I don't know five days now. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Can you hear it in, in the mic? So. What kind of mustache are you going for? Are you going for like the Tom Selleck mustache? Are you going for like a Fu Manchu handlebars? What are you doing? Oh, de- yeah, definitely uh, the hybrid. I-, I would call it a Dicka mus- mustache. Dicka? Okay. Uh, yeah, the 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 push broom full. Oh yeah. Kind of. Yeah. The Ned Flanders. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> yes, yes. I just hope this takes or. This is taking forever, though, so I wish this would hurry up. But, man, it's annoying. <laughs> I did a No Shave November, um, and when I shave oh, off yeah. the beard, I always shave it into a mustache before I uh, clean everything up. And uh, I did a, a Hulkster mustache for a weekend. Uh, I think I put a picture in the Discord. It was uh, <laughs> the some of the looks that I got from people were uh, were priceless. Well, I could imagine there was like a, a weekend where I had a, a mullet. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, I think I have a picture of it somewhere. Yeah, I I need more pictures of it because I, I it's like three phones ago and I don't have it. But uh, yeah, I used to like walk into like a gas station and people would just like stare at me and I'm like, yep. Well, exactly now you live you in Florida, so you wouldn't get any looks. They'd be like, yeah, that guy's one of us. Yeah, there's like many children with with mullets here. It's oh, it's actually it. pretty uh, inspiring. <laughs> There's a hope for the future. All right, let's talk about some money. <laughs> and at quarterback, we have Brock Purdy for Santino. Straight cash, homie. At running back, we have uh, Alvin Kamara for BDI. Straight cash, homie. And wide receiver, uh, DK Metcalf for Team Spam and Matt. Straight cash, homie. Start uh, there was a, a couple explosive performances this week. You had your DK Metcalfs, you had your, your CD Lambs, you had your Brock Purdy's of the world, and I ended up deciding to give it to Brock Purdy and Santino. Uh, Brock Purdy went into Philadelphia, who was who were, I think were 10-1 or 9-1, and whoop the shit out of the Philadelphia Eagles on the road. I think uh, I think he's worthy of start of the week for Santino. What do you think, Bishop? Dude, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Duh, 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 of the week. And we kind of talked about it in the matchup, but Austin Eckler uh, in a must-win game for for Cologne Rocks uh, only only scores three points. Um, that is that is not RB one material. That's a huge disappointment, and a huge dud game from his superstar running back. One lucky bitch. And I'm gonna give this to Santino only because Wormouth smarted himself and played Pat Fryermuth over Devon A Chain. And uh, if uh, if Worm doesn't do that and plays his guy, he ends up winning. So I'm going to give this to Santino. 
But I mean, we're all lucky that Santino won, right? I mean, I think we can agree. Yeah, and that Santino is lucky because he benched Jamar Chase and still won. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Well, there's so many angles to this. A lot of ins, a lot of outs to the luck here, but yeah, GGs. The worst fantasy football owner of the week, and we got Turtle here, uh, a repeat offender uh, for world's worst fantasy owner. I wonder who has more of them. Would it be Turtle or Team Spam? I'm. Uh, I hope Micah can uh, dig into the archives while he's on his break and uh, pull up pull up some scores and see see who has had the most world's worst fantasy owner performances. All right, that's gonna do it for the week thirteen recap show, fantasy football scoop, and we're almost there. All right, show's over. I'm tired. Scoop and Poop Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.